Hello everyone, welcome to this very interesting session at Uniso, which is one of the sessions being hosted by Zempla. And this is pretty close to my heart. It, in, in this, I'm essentially going to talk about how things have, have changed across the asset performance management space and how the technology stack of facility management companies hasn't really caught up with it. And now we are not only going to say how it has not only caught up with it, but perhaps give an idea on how it can eventually catch up, which would allow the facilities management companies to be more strategically involved with their customers than they are currently. And, and that is something which is need of the and, and obviously being uh, sort of enforced up from across multiple uh, pressure points, uh, investments in IoT, you know, the fact that the sensors have become quite less expensive. There's a need for more data, more dynamic data, more, more combination of data from across operations, maintenance, energy, so on and so forth. So this is going to be an interesting session. Hopefully you'll enjoy it and you'll like it. And uh, let's get started. So, I mean, when you look at the evolution, again, these terms are not things that are kind of new to anyone. CAFM is, is, is something which has been widely sort of deployed now by most of the facility management companies. If you look at it, if not all, you still have certain markets where not everyone has a kind of you know, started using CAFM, but more or less majority of the tier one, tier two FM companies would be using it, right? They, they use it to manage all, you know, the kind of work that they do from work order management, you know, and, and, and planning and asset management, so on and so forth. We've had CMMS, which is which is obviously a, 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 a different breed of software, often interchangeably used. I mean, I'm, I'm probably guilty of using that as well, but, but it's largely something which allows a company to keep track of equipments and also probably set, you know, the schedules around maintenance, so on and so forth. We have seen cases where CMMS might just be also uh, bought in by, you know, the property developer may not essentially be only brought in by, and again, depends on the number of years of contracts that you're looking at slightly longer term contracts. You have uh, sort of cafe plus CMMS all brought by the uh, facility manager, but there are where you have short-term contracts, you might as well have a combination of, of softwares being used at the particular site as we are going to take a look at in the next few slides. And obviously there's a, there's a term in, you know, is IWMS, which is kind of an integration of all the sort of, you know, different softwares brought together, you know, with, with, with basically taking a lot of, you know, significant up, I mean, traction because these are now cloud-based versions available. You integrate most of the different applications all together into one single place and allows for smooth operations of any particular site that you would look at. But this is just how the overall evolution or let's say the different sort of softwares that are existent in the market. Now, I came across an interesting fact that in 2004, you had uh, Gartner publishing the Magic Quadrant for IWMS, I'm sorry, published for the first time. That's interesting. And we've come a lot, I mean, we've covered a lot of distance from that point to today. I mean, this should be 2021 now, where we are talking about IWMS Plus or we are talking about IWMS 2.0, now, which is largely, again, influenced from the fact that there is a different need of data from the perspective of running and managing facilities at the 
in the most sustainable manner, not just from the energy or resource point of view, from from economic point of view as well. And hence, it becomes important uh, to utilize the kind of data assets that we haven't been utilizing. And obviously, you are now looking at uh, addition of IoT platforms, data platforms, analytics to be driven on top of, of, of you know data assets like billing management system, so on and so forth. So, so there's 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 a whole lot of change that's happening. And we are kind of moving towards what people are calling IWMS Plus or IWMS 2.0. But this is where the interesting part of the presentation kind of starts, is that while this transition is definitely happening, should happen, but we wanted to cover from the perspective of how should it happen, you know, from the facility management perspective. If I am a CD or CIO or CXO of a facility management company, how should I be preparing the technology stack or let's say enabling this transformation of moving beyond only using CAFM. I mean, a number of FM companies that we talk to, I mean, obviously, again, there are when you, you're not kind of making a generic statement, but but the ones that are, are haven't really taken off on their digital transformation journey sort of need to look at from this perspective of how much can they sort of move beyond the CAFM, right? Now, and there's a reason to look at it. The complexity of data assets in the built environment is changing. You are now having, you know, multiple data assets, CMMS, CAFM, BMS, you might as well have a host of other things, IoT sensors brought in, some are property owned, some are FM owned, and some might be third party driven. So for example, because of this business model innovation, software startups coming in, your software as a service, it becomes relatively easy to add new data stack and 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 and, and it, it it is relatively again as i say it becomes complex on how they talk to each other not just because of the technology issue but also because of the fact who owns it from that perspective and again whether they are prop right so on and so forth but according to our view and when you realistically look at it there's no one stakeholder that's going to has it they're going to have it all right and perhaps will have it all i mean they don't have at this point in time and, and, and they're probably neither going to have it over a period of time, right? You will always space for, you know, in a built environment and space for multiple stakeholders to drive multiple niche applications or end use cases. So this sort of a complexity is going to uh, continue in, in my opinion. Now, now why you have this, this complexity, right? But you, you must move beyond. And, and there's obviously a very strategic call for FM companies to do that. Once, obviously, you have a race to bottom right now, your FM markets are hyper-competitive business, you are probably only betting on price, and it's, it's, it's basically race to a bottom if you're really betting on price, right? And then there is obviously this integrated services approach, which, has, which is not new. It's been there. Energy, asset management, maintenance are more getting embedded in strategy and also the way FM companies have been delivering services. So you now see, obviously, you have the bigger ones, which which are like kind of energy companies. They moved into facilities, acquired, forward or backward integration. So you're really looking at integration in one way or the other. And with aspects like the third, the third, third more important pillar in why this, this movement beyond um, CAFIM um, should happen or CMMS should happen from the simple perspective that there are initiatives like Net Zero, which call for a strategic involvement of FM companies, you know, with their uh, customers, which and, and this is linked to not just strategic involvement, the fact that it allows you to have new business opportunities, which could be around project management, which could be around MNB. So if I'm a developer, have taken targets for Net Zero, which one sooner or later I probably would have to, 
then the fm company can use that as an opportunity if you're not driving the entire uh, strategy but you can all you can obviously own a sort of a pie if not the complete pie and sense and that's 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 for me top three reasons why the movement beyond cafem needs to happen and it needs to start now uh the technology stack that most fm companies come with again as i said they probably only come with cafem a bit of stuff here and there but it's time to look at holistically so so we have looked at how the evolution has happened what are the driving forces which are which probably are enabling or will enable the fm companies or and let's say inspire the fm companies to come up with a new stack right so so this is how i look at the technology stack and if in a very simple sense put up for a built environment you have these layers of cafem bms emms iot sensors and all the other stacks put together they might be property owned or fm owned or or third party owned but what's important is that you you've got to have a central repository or a data lake not necessarily data lake from the way we look at generally in it perspective you do not necessarily have to take all the data that comes out of the the base data sources but you obviously be selective and take the ones that are important and then you have the layer uh, which is kind of the processing or the analytics layer which crunches it which gives you insight recommendation so on and so forth and then it pushes back to the reporting and visualization layer very simple but unfortunately we don't see many fm companies having this stack which is fine but but if you really do not and that's where i've just said that this is not the technology stack of the the future it's it's more becoming the technology stack of the present now the analytics layer and the central repository which becomes important uh, from the differentiator perspective right now it's it, it basically becomes the heart of your service delivery mechanism we're going to talk about it later in the presentation but this is where you bring in the differentiator you know you bring it in in the contract you and by bringing in this into the into the contract either new or existing and i would highly encourage that you you do this in existing contracts it it becomes difficult to take this layer out and this is the ip that you potentially create and when i talk about the ip the the combination of your knowledge about the particular a particular site combined with software and data becomes immensely important in the entire scheme of things and we're going to see how in the later stage so this this is is the real differentiator that that one should be aiming for now i mean facility management companies they've got to look ahead we uh, and 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 have the relevant technology stack that allows them to stay ahead and relevant now in in a couple of other conversations we've had with paul bogan from from circo from with bart hosters from from sedex so you know all have said that obviously sm companies are not software companies and probably won't become software companies but it's eventually important to have some sort of a software game which is more strategic and and thought through in your entire scheme of things you can't just be relying on what you buy from your your vendors because then it becomes a commodity and there's no differentiator one of the very interesting points bart alluded to was the fact that you may acquire some of those stacks obviously you would acquire i mean you will not be developing but obviously what you wrap around becomes immensely important and which is what is over here is that the differentiator becomes how you use that technology with your team and processes becomes an eventual differentiator which 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 is is what you are what you are really aiming for now having recommended that there should be you know a movement to a more thoughtful technology stack but how do you do it now i i think based on the number of conversation i've had with the companies i think 
again we are no experts in fm but uh, i think what i see often missing is that strategic element the thinking which is not there across the board when you look at the c suit or when you look at the c management uh the three basic aspects which could change the entire thinking process one is that you've got to make it part of the service delivery model now which means that a lot of fm companies because of the way the operating contracts are cost plus model you tend to think that okay if i'm going to purchase the software at x dollars i would would charge a x plus i mean i would add a y component to it and pass it on now that's not a good strategy now i know you've got to find money from somewhere if you do not have money for this exercise i think <laughs> you're obviously in a deep uh, in a deep trouble but then expecting this across to be funded if you can get this funding from the customer in some way or the other is awesome but if you can't then that shouldn't hold you back in some way or the other so waiting for client to pay for it and then taking a calculated risk will not work anymore you don't have that much of time so my suggestion is make choose the right vendor a couple of vendors or partners across two three sites which again i'm going to allude to uh, that in the in the latest slides and just just get started with your sites right with existing sites which possibly have what out of a three or a four year contract have a two two three year contract of the of the time period left so you have enough time to 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 make sure that you are getting comfortable with all the things that you're wanting to do it this is certainly not going to be a one year game without a shadow of a doubt and then you've got to gain challenge the business as usual process you've got to run the challenge process on the back of the technology stack in parallel to the business as usual process and when i say business as usual process so you'll continue to do your ppms you'll continue to you know sort of spend time effort resources the way you do for for initial half and then once the stack is up you are slowly going to you know not you're not going to stop your business as usual processes you're going to run the challenger process and see the difference both in terms of effort time cost and the impact it has and then obviously the quality of 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 overall delivery of your service if all is in order that's when you get the confidence and say okay this is how we can replace our existing processes and say this 30% of the element could be changed this 60% could not cannot be changed or touched at this point in time uh, 10% let's look at at a later stage and the last important you've got to look at long term roi you obviously have to look at short term roi as well i mean but your short term roi does not have to hold any of your decisions and and, and because besides energy if, if you're looking at any gains on or probably robotic process automation which is which is largely around let's say you have a, a person spending time on bms or you as an fm have outsourced a contract to a bms or bms oem and say okay you are spending x thousand dollars or or you know to to just ensure that there's one person looking at the bms you probably can take that off strike that off right away those are gains that you can obviously have right up in front but apart from that if you're looking at gains around deploying lesser resources on the side doing the same kind of work ensuring that your sla adherence is there and then looking at transforming from ppm to let's say the predictive maintenance journey that's going to take time and and you should uh, have that perspective in built in and then in terms of steps how you can get there is number 1 you've got to prepare which means lay down the hypothesis sit with the team first you've got to get the team in place which is going to run these these uh, first few uh, installations and then you've got to let down the hypothesis and say what are you going to expect out of it what are some of your thoughts that 
that needs to be answered there are some questions which you which you have around not the so i don't like to use the word pocs because they're like proving a concept and when you look at the concept of analytics or use of data analytics all of them have been proven across different sectors what you should be more uh, tuning your mind towards is proof of value is what value does this have for your business or for your the site that you're operating right and once you do that and you obviously identify key sites and customers it becomes easy for everyone to fall in line and start the activity and then obviously you've got to start which is pick the two three sites test all your hypothesis so you want you say that just the use of such a software could help us reduce energy consumption by x percent see how it goes it could help us you know cut down these tasks see whether it does or not to what extent it does but but test your hypothesis right and and they will go wrong so not all your hypotheses are are going to be proven right, right which is which is not possible but you've got to see what so it's not binary zero or one but you're you're really seeing that okay if if if, if the entire exercise is able to meet 70% 80% of what you were expecting it's awesome and if it's it's falling between 50 70% and you've got to look at why and what different could we do so the entire point is that do ask a lot of questions before shunning the idea as a whole because because everyone's adopting and there has to be one solid reason for you not to adopt this and then one suggestion is engage with multiple partners whether it's incumbents or startups so do give uh, and if you are picking up two three sites my suggestion is equally distribute it in fact or maybe if you want have one vendor partner running on both sides i mean i think that's a perfect way to try out and let them run for a year or so so i think that's a perfect way to really compare the products because you know the the issue with building analytics and use of analytics in general is that it's get very confusing when you when you when you are making decision on on what software would you like to use on the long term i mean besides the technical challenges of being evaluating a software you you're often perplexed with the fact like platform versus application this versus that so it's best that you 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 let them compete and 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 sort of give you value for your money in in that sense and you also identify the potential bot- bottlenecks and see okay you know if we were to scale this these are some of the challenges which we'll have to encounter for example training of people how much who to train and you know that and and potentially finding out who could become a stronger part of the team as you move forward in that sense you once you go to the third step which is evolve you expand to more sites you improvise from your learning the mistakes that you've made you start to validate your roi potential now is a good time to have an roi in mind and not just in mind but actually validate that potential run the parallel processes that you have identified from step 1 and the last is scale which is make it part of the new builds by default you have to cover your existing portfolio you've got to look at more integrations which means okay can i integrate it with my other software that i'm using or or any you know uh, it stack or data stack that you have which could help you in further improving the productivity across your business in the process and and obviously the 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 the, the last is to rinse and repeat there's, there's never this you know we haven't come across this final way of getting it right so i think what's important is you keep on reviewing it and and sort of repeating the exercise and saying this is how it has to happen so i think this probably brings us to the close of of this session where i mean and, and also the thought that why facilities management companies need to review their you know stack beyond cafem beyond the use of cmms the way they do scheduling and stuff and and also how can they do it right i mean yeah i mean and and we'll be more than happy 
to have questions in the comment section so that I can probably take them or you could reach out to us if you would want us to speak to your team, talk to your team or just have a brainstorming session on how your company can get the tech stack right. We would love for your company to get it right absolutely so that you can be successful and have a great year and a great decade ahead. Thank you. Thank for watching this presentation. I hope that this was inspiring and useful for uh, some of you and probably for some you might just go back to the drawing board and, and look at the the technology stack that you currently use or the one that you take forward to um, your existing customers or new bids. We have in the link in, in the comment section you're going to see that there is a ebook uh, that my colleague took out you know Sumit took out on on how to sort of start and scale asset performance initiatives trials project specifically if you're doing the trials and if you're starting I think it could come in extremely handy there are some detailed actionable frameworks for you to look at and and and, and that is something that's going to be very handy for for a lot of you and also if you do get time if you haven't seen the sessions that were hosted with Bart Holsters from NG Solutions Middle East and Paul Bogan from you know, Circo Middle East was the CDO of, of, of Circo Middle East. You should tune in and look at those sessions because both provide an extensive coverage on how the, you know, people at the helm uh, of, you know, leading FM companies are thinking around technology stack. Both provide a very different perspective. One, Paul provides a perspective on what goes behind and how you source these, these technologies, right? And how you collaborate and partner and and second you know you know bart talks about the the relevance of the of the business aspect how obviously in according to his term the technology stack looks like but more importantly how fm companies need to wrap around their sort of ip which is the which is the intellect capacity to be able to deliver better services both these sessions would would be extremely would be extremely handful and you should look at it once again, if you would like us to talk to your team, have a session with them, talk about brainstorm in general about some of the aspects that are that are now, you know, you know, coming into demand or probably are going to be in in demand for for for, for the coming days, we will be more than happy to talk, share the perspectives that we are learning as we as we work with customers across India, Australia, UK, Middle East, and and see what we are seeing, share what we are se uh, seeing, and also learn from you. As to what what you're seeing in the markets and see if there's a there's a there's 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 the overall value addition that we could do for you and also learn at the same point in time. Thanks once again for joining in and we and 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 we hope that all across you've you've had wonderful sessions and it's been useful for you. Thank you so much.